Hello, misters and misses. Welcome back to a very special episode of Talking and Eating with your host, me, Gene Kelly. Criminals hide evidence, not honest people. We will stop the steal. We are gathered at a time when democracy is in crisis. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. Let's have trial by combat. The president of the United States is too angry, too insecure, and too incompetent to deal with the fact that he lost an election. If you don't bother to pause and learn a single thing from your citizens storming your Capitol building, then you're a fool. Parker Carlson on the Fox News, he's very upset. America's favorite man, Karen. So, so now, before the name calling begins, and before you try to end the conversation, let's start it by asking what exactly you mean. Now. I was kind of dreaming and thinking, and at some point I woke up, and the thought that was in my head was, there's got to be a better way to stir peanut butter. Wow, fascinating stuff. As you've probably surmised, from the collection of sound bites compiled by our sound engineer, Gene Schwartz. No relation. This week we will be talking about the January 6th Capitol riots. I will not be eating, I will not be eating peanut butter, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm deathly allergic to nuts. Which sort of keeps my options limited, especially with, you know, pastries and Chinese food. Instead, as you can probably tell from the sounds, if you've got a keen ear, I will be eating a McDonald's Big Mac meal with a large fries and a Diet Coke. And now I'd like to introduce you to our special guest, please give it up to a politically minded 22 year old college student, ladies and gentlemen, my sister's husband's daughter, Miss Bree O'Hart. Ford. What was that, Bree? It's pronounced Ord. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. I believe uh, I said something of that nature. Um, so tell me, Bree, what made you want to come on the show today? Other than Diane? Yes, other than Diane, Bree. I mean, you must have strong opinions about what really happened on January 6th. Also, please don't forget to eat your Big Mac as close to the microphone as possible, if you don't mind. Unless it's the Oreo McFlurries or the French fries, I don't eat McDonald's. But it's very fitting that what you're eating is the staple of Donald Trump's diet, a juicy Big Mac and an ice-cold Diet Coke. Do you also have a red button that summons it for you? I see. Um, that's funny. The show goes on, I suppose. Bree, what did you bring as an alternative, seeing as the show is called Talking and Eating? Some unsalted almonds and a glass of water. Mm, funny you should say that, actually. Um, we don't eat nuts on Talking and Eating to accommodate those with 
severe food allergies in the 21st century. Um, this is why it's, you know, usually better to stick to the program. Um, so tell me, what do you really think happened on January 6th? Well, what really happened on January 6th? It was an, a group of angry insurrectionists, most of whom were Trump supporters. They attempted to stop the certification of Joe Biden's victory just to appease the cult leader. Well, um, what would you say to the sizable population of people that still see Antifa as a likely instigator of the coup? It's pronounced coup, and I believe I, that's what I said. But please continue. Nobody that I know personally still generally believes that a decentralized anti-fascist organization would attempt to stage a coup. You must not hang around Atlantic City very often because I know quite a few people that would vehemently well, disagree with you. You are correct in the fact that I, Brie or don't actually hang around Atlantic City often, but I also want to add that I don't appreciate your introductory sound bites because I don't think they give an accurate depiction of what happened at the Capitol almost six months ago. I hear you. You know, we're, we're listening. A big reason we're doing this is to help educate, you know, and if you are dealing with a different set of facts than our sound engineer, Gene Schwartz, crunchy french fry really good stuff uh then i invite you to enlighten us former president donald trump he directly incited and instigated the storming of the capitol by spreading false claims of voter fraud and encouraging his supporters to fight like hell to keep him in power mm -hmm. you raised some good points although i would appreciate a Fact check on that last quote. We gotta go out oh, and we okay. gotta fight like hell no. and we gotta win the house. You can't argue with words, I suppose, especially when they are recorded. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, so this seems like as good a segue as any uh, into the inaugural, no pun intended, uh, our first our first guest caller segment. So everyone, please welcome Josh Staggs a 33-year-old restaurant owner from Atlantic City. Gene, it's Joshua. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar. Josh's sub shop, Gene. I've been trying to get a hold of you because I need some extra help at the restaurant this weekend. There's a lot of summer people in the town for the holiday. And I'm sorry, I'm not... Is called out. Do you think you could Josh, pick up... Josh, this is uh... not the time or place. And I don't live in Atlantic City anymore. Uh, if you'd like to talk about the Capitol riot, we are currently in the middle of a spirited debate. Uh, I don't know, Gene. I'm not a very political guy. Um, okay. Gene, please go to the next caller. Do you work at a subway shop in Atlantic City? Because Diane said you were living in New York City doing work as a journalist. Uh, I don't care what your fucking stepmom said. Do I sound like a guy that works at a sub shop? Uh, let's just move on with the callers, please. Now, let's... Um, everyone, please welcome... Butch Cassidy. Butch Cassidy, a 25-year-old vagabond 
from out west. Genius. Hi, Gene. Big fan. Uh, I'm 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 calling to see if uh, maybe the people that this young lady here is trying to trying to say was uh, trying to overthrow the whatever weren't just looking for a uh, gold or old railroad cars. Hold up, Butch. Your last name's Cassidy, right? Uh, yeah. Are you by chance related to Bill Cassidy, the senator from Louisiana? Who the hell's Butch? Bill Cassidy, I don't know. I just want to thank you, Butch, for your kind words. To answer your question, that sounds like a very um, plausible scenario, really. Um, I'm lost for words on what he just said about railroad cars. Butch, back to you. Lady, you'd be surprised by the stuff you might find laying around. Why would there be old railroad cars? in the Capitol building when it's the 21st century. All right, Butch. Looks like we are out of time. Uh, Thanks for coming on, and good luck to you and William Ellsworth, LZ Lay, and your imminent trip to South America. Oh, thanks, Gene. You you keep on doing what you're doing now. Uh, we need folks like you to maintain an open discourse on hot-button issues such as this. And... Okay, well, folks, uh, that's it for this week. But before we go, Bree, would you like to pass on any final words to the audience? Thank you, Gene. And in fact, I do. I guess the thing I want to say is that what the GOP is currently doing right now in attempting to whitewash the events of what happened on January 6th is a shameful, criminal, bullshit act. What's even more awful, how Kevin McCarthy is ganging up everyone up, you know, to appease Donald Trump and strip Liz Cheney of her leadership role just because she told the truth and voted to convict Donald Trump. Based on the way the GOP and Kevin McCarthy are treating Liz Cheney, haven't they forgotten who her dad is? Uh, yeah, right. It's like, who might that be? Just one of the most powerful and most influential conservatives in the last three years, right? Exactly, you know. It's like, um, it's like, who is this guy? You know, who is Liz Cheney's father? Bree?